from the epicenter of the hit music universe. But I was bad to the bone. RenegadeRock.fm, Los Angeles. More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm in Los Angeles. My name is Richie Kepler, along with the queen of cannabis in Orange County, Patty Cakes. Hi, Patty. Hi. How you doing? I am. Okay. Huh? Fabulous. You're fabulous. Okay. And we got Candace, the president of Normal, which everybody should belong to. Hi, Candace. You're, you're not on. What happened? There you go. Try that. Now all the mics are on. Now I'm on. Now, I guess this one. Try that. Hello. Oh, there we go. There. Marla fucked up again. I told her to fix the goddamn things. When are you going to learn? I don't know. Anyway, she's on an international news correspondent. She's over in Egypt right now. Yes. She's playing with some oh. camels. Oh. <laughs> They're stoning you just like they said they would. That's what they're doing in Egypt, stoning people. They stone you when you're trying to go home. That's a terrible stone. I'd rather be high. Well, how do you know that's not the kind of stoning they're doing? Well, you don't know. Marla's going to call in and let us know. But I would not feel so all alone. Everybody must get stoned. A little bit of a Dylan to wake you up on a Thursday, Cannabis Thursday here at Renegade Talk. And as always, every Thursday is Cannabis Thursday. We talk about the cannabis world, the world of weed, marijuana, Mary Jane. Um, ganja. Ganja. What else? Anyway. What else? Anything else, Candy? Because you know everything. Pot. Pot. Cannabis. Pot. Pot. Cannabis. 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 Yeah. My favorite word. Anyway, so how are your feelings about uh, Egypt? Okay. They do hashish. Has has Hathith? Yeah. Hathith. Hashish. Talk like it. Hathith. In, in Egypt. Wonder what is going on with that now. Candace, do you know anything about it? Don't you have a relative that... Well, yeah. My boyfriend's sister lives out there in Egypt, and she wasn't really worried about it. She lived like 30 miles from, you know, what's going on, but it's kind of started to spread, and it's it's gone on for a couple of days now. It's, you know, kind of amazing. Is she... What are their feelings or views on cannabis there? Well, yeah. When she comes down here, you know, she uses cannabis cannabis and stuff and we ask her about down there and stuff and what they have pretty much in Egypt is the hash because their cannabis isn't but is it legal there high enough quality no I don't think so but do they come after you in helicopters and SWAT teams I don't I don't know we should have her on here when she gets across oh right yeah now she can't even get to the airport and can't get home but she's on her way and then we should have her on the show anyway they've been smoking hash what is hash anyway what is the final description of hash I, I say it's the residue from pot it's like the residue the crystals from like the leaf or the plant that are um, concentrated you know there's different ways of making it but you're pretty much trying to get those and that's a better high than than normal kind well, yeah, when normal cannabis maybe isn't strong enough, you know, that is a more concentrated mm-hmm. way of taking it. Like in Jamaica, they have like very low quality weed. And so a lot of people use the hash. It's like a big hash place. Same thing with Egypt. You know, they just don't have the quality of cannabis that mm-hmm. we have. So they have to use that. So do they, they grow it in Egypt? Do you know? Because that, what do they make their hash from? 
I guess they must. They have to somewhere. Wonder, wonder if it's government controlled. No. Probably by the by the Pharaoh himself. <laughs> or Walmart. That's what they're protesting. <laughs> they Walmart their- in Cairo. <laughs> you know they what? We need they. to find out if there is a Walmart in Cairo. They're or, Alexand- or Alexandria. That's where all the tourists go. Okay, I've never been there. Like Marla said, leave my mummy alone. <laughs> They're ripping the mummy's heads off those crazy people over there. No, they, they need to get him out of there because he's... Um, and this is, this is about Egypt. This is not about the U.S. or Israel or the Middle East. It's about Egypt. They are fucking fed up with the way they've been treated over the last 30 years by this fucking pharaoh who basically doesn't understand anything and has all the money in the world and his grandchildren and children and children after that will have still have all this money because he has... He just has pilfered them yep. and robbed them, and they're fed up. Well, that's what happens in a lot of these countries. But uh, aren't we fed up now? Yeah, we're fed up here. We're but at least we have up. elections every four to eight years, with you know, every four years. Over there, they don't and have anything. And what good is that done It's called us? a dictatorship. See, a dictatorship is where I control you, I'm the pharaoh, and I tell you what the fuck to do, and if you don't do it, I chop off your fucking head. That's what happens. That's it. So these people, the West over there, the young people are the ones that are pissed off and fed up with the way they're being treated. Now, the old hands, the old folks were under the control of him, mm-hmm. of the Pharaoh. And they went by because if they didn't do what he said, guess they, what they, they were dead. Yeah. They were dead meat and with their camels. So bottom line is the young people are now are in an uprise to say, we're not taking this crap anymore from you. And you're, you're, we want you out of here. Period. That's what it's all about. And then the camels, and camels are stinky. I mean, the whole place must <laughs> smell like. Gross. Yeah, yeah, Cairo, you know, and they're nasty too, those little bastards, or mm-hmm. big bastards. They're really nasty, the yeah. camels. They you should have the camels attack the palace. <laughs> Bang their heads Or maybe we should, like, just ship cannabis there, find a way to get it in there if they're all loaded and feeling good. Maybe it'll give some insight to yeah. that guy. See, Patty Cakes, you can send cannabis over there and calm the throngs down. Exactly. That's, yeah. what, that's what needs to be done. They need to be mellowed out. They need to I sit think, down. You know what? And They've been smoking this shit way before we came across exactly. it. They've been doing it, doing it for a long, long, yeah. long time. I've seen a cool video online um, of people in Egypt making hashish, and it's cool because what they do is they put it in a sack, and then they just bang it on the ground a whole a bunch Wait, of times, right. and it becomes loose, and they just press it. So Go yeah, back. ancient, when, old when school. You said they take what? They like have the fields of uh, cannabis growing. They don't show that. The, the YouTube video I've seen just shows them putting the cannabis in a sack and just beating it on the ground for a long time. Just like we make it. butter. I mean, not the same way, but, you, you know, you mix it with butter and reduce it down, blah, blah, blah. No, don't they, don't they smoke it in those, uh, what do they call Lucas? those things? Yeah, yeah. And they, they've been doing this. They are the... the inventors. Uh, and the inventors of all of this. I mean, they that's the only reason, you know, that they could get high with was that. There was no alcohol back then. They were smoking that weed. They've been doing it for a long time. I bet you any amount of money, if you went to Cairo right now, the whole place smells like it well let's hope so be a good place to be hanging out for a while yeah (laughs) anyway so you're listening to uh, cannabis thursday the queen of cannabis and the the queen had somebody coming in but this uh, person decided not to show up with a car accident because i told her you were here and she said i will not be in the same room with him why not (laughs) she heard some things about you really well everybody talks behind my back so no big deal i i I, I just thought i'd just let you know up front you made me feel really good really but (laughs) i love you and as long as you love me and marla loves me and candace loves me we don't care what Mark doesn't like say. me. Nobody else likes me, except you three. Exactly. It's always the females that like me. They always <laughs> well, come to me. Well, that's because we're the smartest. That's because I'm so good looking. That's and because we're the stick. smartest. Oh, uh, oh, you're smart. Right, you, Candace? Now you're saying you're smart. 
Yes. Did I did I say you're smart? Hey, listen. I don't want to listen to you. I have. Fuck you. We're, we're, now we're going to do the city of the week. What are you in charge of the show now? Yeah, right now I am taking over. You're I'm taking ta- over. Women, pushy, it's pushy power here. Money yeah. today. It's all women in here. No men. I have nobody to help me. As it should be on Thursdays. You rule the other four days. Oh, and I'm just like Give a piece of a- shit now. Said to the side. Oh no. You know what my fans are going to say about this. You know what's going to happen to me. Do you think? Do you, do you have any feelings that what's going to happen to me, Patty? How dare you do this to me? How dare you just come in here and take over? Do best. You sound like Marla. That's what I do best, babe. I know. <laughs> Why don't you just do webcamming and show your tits off? We are. We're in the process the of doing webcam. It's not going to be like Sex Friday. Why not? Because. Uh, Why not do sex? They don't want. Yeah. Oh, there's your oh, call. There's... Okay. Oh, we have okay. Jordan calling in. Okay. Is this Jordan? This is. Yeah, Jordan, this is uh, Renegade Talk FM in Los Angeles. My name is Richie. How, how are you? Doing great. How about you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Anyway, we got Patty here in Candace. Hi, Jordan. Hey, just a little bit about Jordan. Um, he has Go Green Medical Cannabis Evaluations. And uh, I, I visited with them, and I think it's a great business. And, you know, he's here to tell us a little bit about exactly what Well, I was going to ask did. him that before you just rudely interrupted me. It's my job. You know. So, Jordan, what do you do, and where are you from, dude? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm one of the owners of Go Green Medical Evaluations. My father and I actually own it. Yeah, my dad's an MD. He's an internal medicine specialist. Uh, oh, okay, cool. So where, where's all this located at? Uh, we have two offices right now. We have an office in Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. um, and we also have an office in Palm Desert, and we're actually in the, in the process of opening one to two more. Wow. Uh, Across uh, Southern California here. Well, good, well, good for you. Um, you know, you're, you're on RenegadeTalk.fm. We reach a lot of people, so there'll be a lot of people listening to you. So if you want to do a couple shouts on your business, e- email addresses or websites, you may do so uh, during the show and, or maybe as we're ending the uh, show. Sure, that's not a problem at all. Yeah, uh, basically, just a little bit of background. My father's been in practice for uh, 39 years uh, as, a, as a physician. He's been in... Um, he was in the Navy for 30 years as a commander, but also a doctor in the Navy. He traveled around with a lot of the admirals in the St. Pat fleet, so he's a, a well-established doctor. And the way that we got into this is my mom got cancer uh, about five and a half years ago and had to continue to work through her chemo. Um, wow. And uh, the only real thing that remedied it and helped her cope with the nausea was cannabis, so it kind of opened our family's eyes to this, and uh, we decided to get in this business. Right. Now, George, no, hold on. Now, see, this is this is the type of guest that mm-hmm. we need to have on here, because here is his father as a, phys- a physician. All the drugs that his mother probably took to get rid of it, and all the pain, and then the cannabis is the one that basically comes in and goes, okay, we'll take care of this, and then helps her, his mother get through the pain. And everybody else is fighting about this, and we have now a doctor, a physician's son telling us all about this, and this is really good, Patty. Oh, it's fabulous. And, and that's why I thought they'd make a good guess because there's so much information. Where tell the, uh, our listeners exactly where this happened? Uh, What's where, what happened? Where my mom got cancer and the whole. I mean, thing. Where, where you lived and your dad was a doctor and. Well, I moved all around because my dad was in the Navy, so I lived in Hawaii, okay. Maryland, all over California, uh, lots of different places. Were you, in the, Phil- were you in the Philippines? Uh, no, we never. I never had to be. Uh, I never had to live out of the country. And, and oh, that's good. So let me. I'm going to ask you a question. What what uh, kind of cancer did your mom have? She had breast cancer and actually was in a couple of her lymph nodes and, a, and it actually metastasized to her bones and she beat it. Wow. Um, wow, yeah. that's really cool. So was she able to, she was able to use cannabis um, to treat her symptoms associated with cannabis? 
what it was was a lot of the nausea from chemo. I mean, yes. chemo, I don't know if you guys know, it makes your fingernails fall out, makes your hairs fall out, makes you incredibly sick. It attacks all cells in your body. So instead of just targeting um, uh, just cancer cells, it targets just about everything. So it destroys yeah. your lining of your intestines, your stomach. That's why people can't eat. So uh, what happened was um, I actually had to kind of coax her into doing it. My parents have never, ever used cannabis before this. Now, have uh, you, had you? How about, yes, I'm also a patient. I have uh, okay. Uh, a couple different ailments. One of the major ones was uh, I was in a car accident and I have two cracked vertebrae and five bulging discs. Um, and what I've noticed is that the cannabis helped me with the pain and with my sleeping. I had problems with sleeping associated uh, with my injuries. What I've noticed is that it actually has caused... Uh, it, cannabis has great anti-inflammatory properties. Yes, it and does. So what it does for me is it keeps my discs from swelling, which is what causes little minor tears, which causes pain in your discs. So... For me, um, I also had a, a stenosis, which is where the like I get nerve pain that shoots down from the discs to like my limbs, through my neck, and that sort of thing. And I actually haven't had that for years because I, I'm on a regimen with edibles two to three times a week, and so I get the residual medicinal benefits of cannabis uh, consistently because I'm on sort of a schedule, if you will. Very cool. Very cool. And so you decided, you know, being that your family, all of you in your family have had illnesses or diseases. And, you know, did your mom use cannabis for her cancer? And has your father used it? Uh, my father does not, uh, but my mother has. Uh, okay. Just because, you know, that, that whole that whole nausea and chemo. Yes. You know, it, I have cancer nausea. patients, yes, yeah, that use nausea, it for people, that. You know, when you say nausea, yeah, when you say nausea, a lot of people go, oh, that's terrible. But when you experience it, from especially from chemotherapy, it's very violent. Like, it's a, you can't even stand. You kind of like, a lot of times people fall over and they, you know, they're unable to get out of bed and that sort of thing. And, and cannabis, instead of, uh, I guess, covering it or, or drugging you to where it goes away, cannabis just really relieves the nausea. I have a question for you, uh, Jordan. What would make me come to see, uh, come to uh, Go Green Medical uh, Cannabis Evaluations opposed to someone else? Uh, There's a couple things. Uh, A lot of people, I'll kind of give you my my angle on this. A lot of people call us and they want the real cheap, quick recommendation. Uh, I've been to many, many clinics around the area just to see what they're doing. A lot of them don't have medical professionals in there. A lot of them don't have you fill out the same kind of documentation we do. They're not as thorough. Ultimately, the, the primary and the, the, the most important uh, reason to have a medical cannabis recommendation is to, is to protect your right to medicate and protect you legally. A lot of people are really just concerned with getting into a dispensary and, and obtaining the cannabis, but what's more important than that is your freedom. Yeah. So, for example, if you have a run-in with law enforcement, and they want to escalate it, and they would like to, you know, they, they set a court date for you, which they have a right to do, even if you're following all the rules. You want a doctor that's going to, one, have all the documentation on file for you, and two, come to bat for you. So there are many times where we will go to court for our patients or put together packages and letters, and, uh, you know, to sub- submit to court uh, to protect our patients. Well, that's as good. Long as they're following all the laws. That's yeah. important. Like, from working with normal, there is some doctors, like, some in L.A., like Sonia Patel and stuff that have had actions taken against them because they wouldn't show up when they were ordered by court. So, you know, being that you guys are willing to participate, you know, on a patient's defense, that's that's a positive thing. That's good. Oh, it's important. I mean, if something happens, it, it gives more validity to what, you know, you're going up against because there is a doctor there. And have you had to do that um, recently or in the, since your uh, father's been doing medical recommendations? Has any, anything ever happened? 
It's not super common, but it does happen. You know, we've had people that were driving following all the rules, and the cop just wasn't certain as to what route to take, even though the patient was following all the rules. You know, cannabis in the trunk, they weren't intoxicated, they weren't smoking and driving, those sorts of things. Um, and they, the cop has a right to set a court date, and the patient let us know. And we put together a letter stating the dates in which we saw them, our findings, as well as our medical records, like our, our exam notes, as well as the patient's actual medical records that they put on file with us from their other uh, care provider, and they're, they're fine. That, that sort of thing happens every once in a while. Uh, we recently had a patient who has cancer, and uh, they, they, didn't, they weren't sure what to do, and he does have a court date, even though he's a legitimate patient, so we will have to... Uh, now, what happened to him? Why... Uh he has cancer. He's using medical cannabis. What is it that he's going to court for? The cop just wasn't sure exactly which way to handle it. I mean, like I said before, sometimes the the law enforcement, they just... Right, and we talked to- about that last week because they're not educated or informed about the cannabis laws. No one's been, for whatever reason, they're not telling these... Well, law, you know what it is. They're still living back 10 years ago. In other words, if you have some pot in the car, then you're a criminal and right. they arrest you. Well, they didn't catch up to the new rules. Well, no, that's, that's exactly right. They haven't, no, they haven't been trained and educated as if they do find it. And if you pull out the card, then they should say, okay. And I know a cop right here in town who basically, if he sees the card and there's pot in there, he doesn't even care. He lets it go. He doesn't care. It's a, it's a pain in the ass for him right, exactly. to write, out, write it up and go to court and go through all the bullshit. He doesn't need to do it. Hey, you got a card? If he sees the pot and the guy had, I think, stomach cancer and was kind of like ripped up downstairs. And uh, when the cop stopped him, he said, well, I pulled you over because you, you were speeding or whatever it was. It was nothing major. And then when he saw the pot sitting right open in the car, he said, is that marijuana? And the guy said, yeah, it's marijuana. He said, do you have a medical card? He said, yes, I do. He gave the, the cop the medical card. And the cop went, okay, no problem, but I'm still writing you up for the speeding ticket. And that was the end of it. Yeah, that's actually, he got kind of lucky because, uh, you know, even the, the fact that it wasn't out of reach, if it's within reach, um, it, it could be an intent to use while driving. Okay, well, Jordan, here's another, here's another thing. Uh, if you get caught with less than an ounce in the state of California, as good old Governor uh, Schwarzenegger... Hundred, uh, $100 fine. Yes, uh, $100 fine. It's a misdemeanor. So even if the, if the patient has cancer, or, or you don't have anything, you're healthy, and you happen to have the pot in the car, right. it's just a misdemeanor well, fine. So what happened to that? But if you're a patient and you got a ticket anyways, and now you have to go to court and it's just an infraction, you don't any longer have the right to a um, public defender or to a jury trial. So if you do get a ticket and you're a patient and you're going to fight it, you don't have the same resources. Mm. But isn't everybody a patient? Doesn't everybody have to have by the laws? You have to have a you have to have a recommendation to, to get cannabis. Legally, exactly. So uh, it's like no, what I'm saying. If you're I'm totally patients no. still get tickets and they'll have infractions. What I'm saying, they won't have the easy, an easy way to. If you're totally out. legal, you have the recommendation, you have the medical card, you get pulled over. There's a half an ounce, uh, less than a half an, of an ounce of pot. They 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 just write you a ticket. But you don't want that ticket if you were legitimately using well, if you, it. If they gave you a ticket and you're not right, supposed to have it, well, right, right. exactly. To to court and so if you don't have the medical card, that's the flaw. But if you don't have the flaw, that's the flaw. But if you don't have the medical card, it's just well, then, a misdemeanor. Yeah, you're lucky, yeah. You're, yeah. If you have the medical card, they then should you're screwed. Just, well, you're screwed, but they should let you go anyway. So you know what? Ow. Everybody should. Out there, Ow, you hurt my ears. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Just say you don't have a medical card then. It's a fine. It's a, it's a misdemeanor. But then you'll have to go to court what, and get it. What I've, noticed, what I've noticed is that in those cases where somebody does get a ticket uh, and they do have a cannabis evaluation, like the recommendation with them, and it's valid and everything checks out, and they do have a court date, uh, the judge is usually very annoyed and 
it lasts last less than a few seconds in front of the judge. The judge just asks if your recommendation is valid. Has somebody verified this? Yes. Uh, and typically they're upset because judges, judges, they have, they see much more important things throughout their day than some, some person who comes in, who has a, a very minuscule amount of cannabis and who is a legitimate patient. That's a waste of our tax dollars. Right. So in other words, Jordan, it's a waste of time for the court and the judge. Unless, like, so maybe it is it's rare to get, it's, so basically what I'm saying is rare that you'll have a problem. If you're a legitimate and you're following all the rules and you have a recommendation, it's very rare that you'll have a problem. But possible and yeah. that possibility that little window is what you know you have to you have to be play devil's advocate you have to play worst case scenario and i tell every patient that comes in here i give everybody like a long talking to about laws and, and rules and in as well as ways to medicate the okay vaporization. all right jordan but, we gotta but, we, jordan we gotta take a break we're gonna continue this conversation after the break you're listening to renegade talk.fm in los angeles it's cannabis thursday with the queen of cannabis patty cakes and of course the ever drop dead gorgeous Candace. And my name is Richie Kepler, along with Jordan, and we'll be right back, so hold on. I had the radio on. I was driving. Trees went by. Me and Dell were singing. A little runaway. I was flying. Yeah, running down. From the epicenter of the hit music universe. But I was bad to the bone. RenegadeRock.fm, Los Angeles. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. I always like this song. It is a good song. That is a great song. Hold on. You do good songs. I know, I do good stuff. I do good everything. (laughs) Don't get me started. Hold on. Welcome to Renegade Talk.fm in Los Angeles, where we don't sugarcoat shit. It's Cannabis Thursday with the queen herself, Patty Cakes, and of course, Candace Marla is in Egypt doing uh, international news reporting. She'll be calling in shortly. And we have uh, Jordan on from Orange County talking about cannabis. Yes, and uh, give me that. From the uh, Go Green Medical Cannabis Evaluations, the first choice in becoming a legal medical cannabis patient. And we're going to get some more information from Jordan, and he has a wealth of it. Jordan, welcome to the show. Again. <laughs> Again. Is he there? Are you there, Jordan? I'm here. I said, welcome to the show. You didn't hear me. I guess the Okay. Well, started. you know, oh, okay, I just yeah. wanted to say one thing because Candace has something. I did go Candace there. Candace has what? what has something have? to say. Well, what something? question? What do you have? Okay. But I did go there yesterday and I met with them and they were wonderful. It was easy. It was brainless. Um, That's easy for you. Then. The doctor was great. Do you want to say the doctor's name? Yeah. Uh, my, dad, my dad's name is Dr. Marshall Salkin. Okay. Uh, our website is gogreenevaluations.com. Okay, so it's gogreenevaluations.com, Renegade Nation. Yeah, gogreenevaluations.com. Yeah, our phone number is 888-420-RELIEF or 888-420-7354. Cool. Now, I have a question. Um, through normal, I get all these questions from patients that say that some doctors are charging them, or even sometimes lawyers. I've seen lawyers charge people an additional fee to get, like, a grower certificate or these, like, cards that doctors make up themselves. What do you have to say about that? 
We get a lot of those questions. Uh, we have people calling all the time. They want to know about growers' permit, meaning like, can I grow unlimited amount of plants or 40 plants or 99 plants, which is a California limit before it turns federal. Uh, and the, the truth is, is there is no such thing. Yeah. Law enforcement does not recognize uh, any of those documents. Uh, and they're essentially bogus. It's sort of like a sales gimmick on behalf of the doctors. Also, the the card, the term card, the proper terminology for this is a medical cannabis recommendation. It's not a prescription, right. but it is a recommendation. And what law enforcement and dispensaries recognize is a certificate with a wedding signature from the doctor. A lot of doctors offer a plastic card. Uh, and to be honest with you, that has no, it bears no weight of dispensary will not recognize it or should not recognize it. And law enforcement uh, does not recognize that. So what happens is these clinics print out the card. They usually charge for them. Patient goes out in the street. They think that they can only carry that card. They only need to carry that card. And the truth is, is if you get pulled over and you just have that, it's as good as having nothing with it's you. It's toilet paper. It's like a false sense of security. Yeah. You know, you're giving but them something that's not going to help them. You it's, know? it's one of the can of scams. That's what I'm calling them now because there's a lot of them out there and people that aren't educated about medical uh, marijuana, they are being scammed by some of these companies. And they're like, oh, it's convenient. Well, but it's really like Jordan said, not going to help you if you get pulled over because it doesn't have that wedding stamp. You know, it's not an original legal document from the doctor. So everybody out there, you need to get a medical can a medical cannabis recommendation from a legitimate doctor from a legitimate doctor and you know Jordan's here to share that with you today because that's what they're building up they're trying to do it the right way with all the right tools that they have and just another another bit of information that, that uh, I get I get you know asked this quite a bit is is what do I need to become a medical cannabis yeah, patient that's a good question. in the state of California and that is a, a valid California driver's license or ID um, you need to be a California resident. Now, sometimes people have just moved here, and if they go to the DMV and bring two forms of mail uh, to the same address, they can get a blue and white temporary, you know, temporary paperwork, and that will work. Um, that qualifies you as a California uh, resident. And now the, the other qualifying factor is you need to have some sort of verifiable medical condition uh, that's ongoing, not something temporary. Um, and uh, we prefer to have our patients bring in uh, medical records at the time of visit. A lot of people don't have possession of their medical records, so we actually have a, a form that we'll have you fill out with the doctor, uh, doctor's information or hospital or facility information, and then we fax it over, and they will send us your records. Uh, you know, you, it also helps to bring in prescriptions at the time. That way, the more information you can provide to the doctor, uh, verifying a condition, uh, and uh, uh, you know, making sure that you, you know, anything to prove that you have the condition that you say you have. Is there an age limit? Uh, it's it's 18. Uh, what if I bring my kid in that has that is autistic? It has to be. Yeah, we deal a lot with autistic children. We actually work with a foundation um, called UF. Or A. That's Miko. That's Miko. Yeah, that's Miko. Yeah, we, we deal a lot with uh, her patients. Um, she, she deals with uh, another doctor at UCI and uh, a doctor at Harvard, um, Dr. Grinspoon, and we, we take care of the recommendation and in, in, in the recommendation aspect of it. Um, and if you have a child that is under the age of 18, the parent has to come in um, and we do a caregiver form, a legitimate caregiver form. Uh, so that the parent can obtain the cannabis for the child. Uh, and in those events, you don't, I mean, in order for us to do that, it has to be something very serious like autism. Um, cancer? Yeah, autism, cancer, MS, um, even epilepsy. But we were very careful when we do those um, because uh, the age limit typically is 18. But in order for us to do that, it has to be very 
Say I'm the care caregiver of an autistic child. Am I allowed to grow my own medicine for my child? It would be in the yeah. You'd be growing for the child. So I would be perfectly legal, and I have to get a caregiver's card. Yeah, that way. Yeah. The, it, Is that the, different than a recommendation? It's like a recommendation. It's just a it's a, it's a document that we can produce here <clears throat> with uh, with the patient signature, caregiver signature, which would be you in that instance, and the doctor's signature, and it just states uh, the fact that you're you're not able to use. It doesn't allow you to use the cannabis. It allows you to essentially obtain it and control it for the patient. Hey, Jordan, how many uh, legitimate doctors are in California doing this? It's really tough to say. I mean, there are, there's probably a couple hundred doctors in California doing this. And just from my own estimate, Two. what I've seen in doctors, <laughs> maybe 30, 40% of those clinics are... are, are oh, I was just speaking of Southern California because I know in, in Northern California... There's some old school ones right. that have been doing it for a while. <clears throat> exactly. Like Lucido and Behrman and, you know, all those guys that are actually really... Danny... Yeah, he's he, still, I think, he's, 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 he's still, well, I, I was, uh, saw his doctor, his daughter last weekend. She came here and we spent the day together. He has an adopted daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, really? Sarah was here and uh, we had fun. We talked and she says he's up on the mountain. He Where never comes to Sarah. Sarah is best friends with my best friend. They grew up together in Northern you have a, California. You have a best friend? We have a best friend club. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyone that wants to join the best friend club, just Crazy. So send us an email. You could be our best friend. Hey, friends. Jordan, I have a question. How does a doctor get involved in all this? Uh, how would a doctor begin to do this? Yeah, they get, they get involved in, in dispersing or giving recommendations. For example, we get, we get this a lot. We get a lot of, like, say, oncologists or uh, psychiatrists that want to recommend cannabis for their patient, and they will take a prescription pad and write down that they recommend cannabis for their patient. Mm-hmm. The reason why that doesn't work at a dispensary, uh, or it, it, it could be technically uh, uh, recognized by law enforcement, but the reason why it doesn't work is because there's not a way to verify it. They didn't give the patient a specific number and a a way to identify and verify that they're valid. With our recommendations, we have a, a phone number and a, and a website that, that allows uh, either law enforcement or dispensary or, or the patient themselves to enter their medical recommendation number, which is unique to them, into the system to verify that their recommendation is so valid. So a lot of doctors, uh, any MD or DO is able to recommend it, but do they have the infrastructure to support it? So it's not that there's a specific licensing that you need from so any doctor board. like if uh, you know rich is a doctor and he wants to become a, a cannabis doctor now can he just make that change over put up a shingle and say i'm a yeah, yeah what do i do how do i get certified so i don't well, get in any trouble there's no oddly enough there's no real certification although i, I believe that there should be i think that there needs yes. to be something but see the medical board just like a lot of people even though it's a state it's a senate bill and it's a state law essentially the medical board is still so scared because it's federally still a considered a schedule one narcotic which right. so you know to, to the to our federal federal government the, the schedule one narcotic meaning cannabis has no medicinal benefit and they and schedule two narcotics like crank meth ice coke all those things it's those, hysterical uh, those have according to our federal government uh medicinal benefit so that's kind of on a tangent but just to that's why our medical board has can you say that again about the scheduling? No, what you just said about cannabis versus crank and, and meth and yeah. all that. What, what was cannabis, that again? It's a, cannab- our federal government states, it's on the DEA website, that a cannabis is a Schedule One narcotic. And what a Schedule One narcotic, what classifies that is that it has no medicinal benefit or value. 
and a Schedule Two does, and they have like heroin and, and methamphetamine. Right. So heroin. Heroin's better for you, Rich, if that's what you were asking. So that's what I was saying, George. So heroin and crank and speed are better better for me than marijuana, as per se, the federal government. Yes. Yeah. Luckily, our state is cool enough to to realize that that is not the case. Um, But federally, that's the case. And what that does is that makes our California Medical Board apprehensive to coming out with a set of guidelines. They do have a set of guidelines. for cannabis doctors, but there's no real certification. Oh, so, okay, Joe, Jordan, who set these guidelines? Was it the Obama administration or administrations past? Um, it, was, it's, it would be more on a state level, and it's our, and the medical board, uh, once, like when you have you know, 420 and 215, which passed, the medical board then had to come up with a set of, I guess, guidelines, and some of those guidelines are that uh, you have to see a physician. It needs to be a DO or MD, no chiropractors, no holistic you know, uh, medicine. Right. Gotcha. You know what? And speaking of Obama, you know, everything's buzzing about the, and discussing the aftermath of his response to questions, uh, about drug legalization. Did anybody here listen to that or do you have any feedback? I know a little bit about it. Um, he basically said he's not for the legalization of of drugs and well, you know, you, I'm not either because if you you can look at some countries that have legalized it and you could say that their crime rates are lower but I think that in America we'd have a different we'd have a different response if that were the case oh, yeah. I, I, I firmly believe in the medicinal value of cannabis yes uh, and one other thing one other bit of information it's a little bit stale but one thing to think about that I tell a lot of people should cannabis have ever been made illegal? In my opinion, no. But since it is, if California, if Prop 19 passed in California, my fear, and this is what Eric Holder, the AG, said, uh, he said that if it did pass, they were going to come in and shut down our cannabis, uh, not only repeal that law, but shut down our medical program that we've had since 1996 that benefits so many people. So do I think it should be legal? Ultimately, yes, but I'm worried about what the federal government would do to us if we did pass it. So it's kind of like a blessing in disguise that Prop 19 didn't pass. That's my opinion. A lot of people will beg to differ with me, but I, I feel as though we are very privileged now, and if it's not broken, don't fix it, and you know, don't rock the boat. And so you know, we do a lot of house calls, and we have a lot of patients who are very ill, and without cannabis, they would suffer immensely, and, and you know, it would be much harder for them to go about their daily activities. And if I couldn't help them anymore, if they were not able to obtain, obtain their medication, I would be very, very upset. So that's why my opinion is such. It just made me sad that during the election how much harm all the medical, some of the people in the industry did cause because they were just scared of, you know, losing their businesses. Like some of the collectives had no on campaigns because they, they thought they wouldn't be able to be open anymore and stuff. I just think it's sad because, you know, all the legalization people will do everything to help the medical people. Like I'm a legalization person, but I spend 80% of my time on medical because, you know, it's like a war. You know, you take care of your sick and dying first but then you take care of everyone else you know I just think that I just hurt me that we you know we do so much for them that they turn around and like kind of close their back and make it hard on us you know because we're all in the same community well I definitely think it should be legal but I'm just worried about it just like the federal government still thinks it's a schedule one and because of that they're going to come down and shut down everything and I just that would that would be Well, listen, listen how much money they made. The California State Board of Equalization estimates it, it will collect $100 $100 million in sales taxes in, in 2010 from an 8.25% sales tax on retail dispensary sales. What I mean, I, I'm very confused now. So they're getting all this money and they're still fucking with everybody? 
More what? on a federal level, I think. More, it's the federal level. But it, I, honestly, I think California, even though, like, you hear about dispensaries getting shut down and this and that, in California, they really are kind of the state and your local municipalities will prevent the feds from coming in. Whereas in, like, say, Nevada, you always hear about federal raids on dispensaries. That's because the state is not backing up or protecting um well, I think that every, the new the newer places. I mean, we've been we were the first, correct? State? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, right. So we were, the, we first, were the first. We were the first. So that's why, you know, we're sort of the trailblazers or the pioneers. Well, it seems like Colorado's passing us. They're anyway. passing us up. Don't I mean? What do you think? Cam? They've got a mess on their hands right now. Because of what? Because of Colorado the new is, regulations and they're up. suing. Yeah. But I mean, it's you go and like. You know, in the community and stuff like that, there's a lot of people that are having a lot of problems, and right now they're trying to overturn the regulations. The regulations are going to put a lot of the collectives out of business. See what I think it is. What I think. What I think. What I. What I think the whole problem is is the pharmaceutical uh, firms, and the liquor industry, and they're forcing this. Cigarettes also. Huh? Cigarettes also. And and cigarettes, and basically they don't want people going to marijuana unless they own it. So they, if they you, haven't figured out. They haven't not perfected a way to make money on it because anybody can go and set up a grow room or grow setup. Well, Jordan, house. that's very true. And I smoke marijuana, Jordan, but I'm not going to go through all that friggin' hassle to grow my own stuff. I'd rather go buy from a legitimate source. I have it. No big deal. Done. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people, would do that. Right, because it's a lot of work to it's grow. It's a lot of work to it's grow. It's another I mean, job. There are people out there that can't even fucking grow tomatoes. I mean, why are they going to deal with marijuana? People have the ability because people have the ability to do this on their own. That's why they they haven't perfected a way to tax us on it and make money on it because it's not like you can make Vicodin at your house. Well, there was a there was a story out there. There was a story that came out a couple months ago about uh, Marlboro, the people who make those cigarettes, Mm -hmm. Philip Morris, I guess. Mm -hmm. They brought and somebody else, and I think it was a pharmaceutical firm that brought a ton of land someplace in the northeast. Exactly, we talked about that. Yeah, and they bought a ton of land, thinking that eventually marijuana will be legalized and they'll be the ones that will be making the marijuana, you know, the, the, the the joints and packaging them up and then selling them at Walmart. Well, there is also a company named Monsanto, and it's a oh, Monsanto company, is you. That's a chemical and company. And they can actually um, control the genetics of the seeds so that they can't um, repropagate, so it's only good for one, one season. One shot, that's it. And then also yeah. it can control the way, the way the leaves grow, so they can tell if it's a Monsanto seed or not. So mm-hmm. that where could is be the, the Candace, future where of Candace, is this? Where Monsanto I, is a big you chemical know, You would company. buy a seed from Monsanto. This would right. probably be horrible genetics. Horrible. And you wouldn't even get could, high on it. I mean, you wouldn't, you'd only get one harvest, so you'd pay the taxes. So is this another Candace? Scam? And if the cops came, they could tell if it was a Monsanto plan or not because, by the way, the leaf look. By the look. way, the leaf look, yeah. And so that's I, what a lot of people during the Prop 19 thing were against, too. They didn't want Monsanto coming and taking over genetics. And, you know, because if they could provide a way of controlling, the government might jump on that. And then we'd have this evil company right. that already does this like, with soybeans. Well, there's a lot of the evil companies out there that do all kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. We don't need another one. I mean, look at Taco Bell with the taco meat. <gasps> I mean, when you get into this, I mean, really, are you eating? Uh, how much shit are you eating? And then they I come back. Eat, I don't eat Taco Bell. No, no, a lot of people are not eating it because you don't know what's in it. What, what, one of, one of the things about, and then they go through the FDA and they go through, you know, Tyson makes all the food and they're saying it's legitimate and it's good and it's tasty. And then somebody comes up and goes, let's just really break this down and see what the hell's in it. And they find out that there's anti-dust matter in it. Uh, there's benders, extenders and all this crap and people are eating it, but nothing happens to them. Nothing, nothing at all happens to them. 
they just go put front, they, they just put uh, uh, um, uh, advertisements on the uh, on Wall and the Wall Street Journal and New York Times saying our beef is eighty five percent lean. <laughs> go come back. We don't want to lose our thirty nine million customers. I mean, this is it's a political song and dance, Jordan, and that's the way it is. Who's going to win the big companies, or is it going to be where you can just go to the local store? But the problem is, are you are you really going to get the real THC that you really need? Are they going to control that high? They, that's the fear is that they could. See, and the fear is, here's, when you drink liquor, uh, I can walk into any drugstore in California, buy two bottles of Jack Daniels. If that's what I need right. to go get drunk, they don't control that. But if I, how about if they came up with this? You can only buy one pack of uh, marijuana uh, joints uh, for a week. And you got to show your little card and it's all computerized. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to control it somehow. And that's where, uh, I guess, some people would grow their own pot. And this way, they wouldn't have to deal with it. But again, then again, uh, I, if I want to grow my own pot, I can't supply half the United States. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't. How am I going to do that? It's just for me and my, maybe one of my friends. Yeah, but I mean, you're supplying like, yourself, and that's one less person who's buying it from a large corporation yeah. that pays all those taxes. Yeah, but I understand that. But we got 350 have. million people in this country, and the majority of them can't, can't grow tomatoes. Sure. No, so. but it's just the fact. It's the, it's, the, it's the ability of the small percentage of people um, it, that keeps these. They haven't. They basically just haven't perfected a way to, to charge us. Oh, they will perfect a way somewhere. Anyway, we got to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back and continue this conversation. We're on the uh, on the air with uh, Jordan from Go Green Medical Cannabis Evaluations, and he's here right here in, in Orange County, along with the Queen of Cannabis Patty Cakes, and of course, uh, Candace, the President of Normal. And we'll be right back after this. More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm in Los Angeles, where we don't sugarcoat. Uh, what, 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 uh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. And uh, my name is Richard Kepler, along with the queen herself, Patty Cakes. Marla is in Egypt, reporting <laughs> in. She's sitting on top of a friggin' camel. And of course, we got Candace. The president of Normal. And also apothecary today. Candace just isn't educated yet in this stuff. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, hey, hey. Don't talk behind my back. Why not? You always do. We don't want you to hear. Anyway, a little bit of a starship and Sarah. And we have Jordan uh, on from uh, Go Green Medical Cannabis Evaluations. Jordan, thank you. And welcome to the uh, show. Welcome to Renegade Talk in Los Angeles. And, and you need evaluated, I might say. Oh, I, I, do, do you do uh, mental exams there, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, I need a mental evaluation. Hanging out with all these broads, I'm getting kind of whacked out. We do have a shrink couch here, one of those ones you lay on. Thank you, Jordan. I'll be over there this afternoon. I need it. <laughs> Desperately, he needs it. <laughs> With all these women bothering me. Anyway, so continuing, continuing on. You know what? You're making me stutter now, Patty. Blame it on me. Blame it on the queen. I blame everything on you. You know what's going to happen if you blame it on me again. What's going to happen? You're cut off, babe. Oh, I can't do that. So it's now it's Candace's fault. I can't blame Marla. She's in Egypt riding a well, we camel. Can, you guys better let me take over control <laughs> okay. here. Yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Candace. So you take over. Last weekend, I got a chance to attend an amazing conference in San Francisco, actually Berkeley, the California Normal Conference, and we had a surprise guest. We had Senator Mike, Mark Leno, who attended the conference and announced um, the new run, the second running of the employment bill. Uh, I think it was like two years ago, we had an assembly bill that would protect patients' right to work. So this means that medical marijuana patients wouldn't be fired from their jobs for testing positive, for using cannabis like at home, um, you know, during times when 
it affect, wouldn't affect their work performance. Um, and this bill went all the way up into the governor's office the first year through, it made it through the assembly, it made it through the state senate, and it landed on Governor Schwarzenegger's desk. And at this time was when California was going through the budget crisis and he was a little upset with the Senate. And so he vetoed this bill that would have provided worker protection. So I know through normal um, and through your doctor's office, you probably came in contact with a lot of patients that this happened to, right, that lost their jobs? Absolutely. A lot of people come to us after or actually they're patient of ours and they'll come back to us and they'll ask my opinion. Um, even though, you know, doctor's offices are semi-limited on what they can tell patients. We can't recommend a dispensary. We can't do certain things. But a lot of people come back to me for my for questions regarding this because they want to see if there's anything we can do. And really, there is not much we can do. Yeah. If it's a private corporation that you work for or like a school or a, a government, uh, you know, entity, your recommendation, sadly, doesn't hold much weight in protecting you if you do test positive. I definitely think there needs to be some uh, reform in that. Area. Yeah, so this year he's running the bill through again. It's going to be HB 129. And uh, most likely, I think that it'll probably make it straight through the assembly again. I do, again too. I do too. And then we're hoping that since it's on... Um, a different governor, Jerry Brown's desk, that this time he won't, he won't veto and he'll sign it. And then can you imagine if we don't have that problem anymore? If like patients can get a drug anywhere and not have to worry about drug testing. And Senator Leno said, this bill is not about being under the influence while at work. You know, it's being like the Michigan guy that got fired. He had brain cancer and because he used, maybe that was like instrumental in helping pass that bill. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, this is an amazing step. If we can pass this, it's going to help, you know, everyone in this economy, especially. I mean, you need to get a job. And if you have to go without your medicine to work, you know, some people can't make that choice, you know, if you're really ill and it puts you in a bad situation. So, um, There'll be um, alerts going out um, to patients and to different activist networks. Um, we're going to be asking you guys to send electronic pre-written letters to all your representatives. Um, and as those things get released, we'll, we'll plug that on the show and stuff. But we're going to need you guys all just to contact your representatives, make sure that they agree with this bill, they support, and they know how important it is to us. So let's get this thing passed so we don't have to worry about it anymore. And how can they get you, Candace? A hold of me? Yes. Um, well, through Orange County Normal, you can um, find us at orangecountynormalnorml.org. Um, and then I'm also the public relations director for Apothecary Genetics and for Gecko University, an, an online medical marijuana school. And um, if you want to reach me through um, those companies, it's Candice, K-A-N-D-I-C-E, at apothecarygenetics.com. Thank you. Yeah. So um, actually, there is, you know, how we were talking about trying to run bills a second time through because there's different governors in the House. Also in Cincinnati, um, or sorry, Cincinnati, in Connecticut, Connecticut. both with C's, right? Um, in Connecticut, they're going to reintroduce their medical marijuana bill this session, this legislative session. They had, as well as this employment bill, ran it through the House before, and it passed their assembly in their House, and it got to their governor, and their governor vetoed their medical marijuana bill. So they're going to- Dan Malloy is the new governor. Yep. And his, what is his position? Um, I mean, is he, uh, you know, on the good side or the bad side? You know, I don't know, but it seems like they're they're hopeful that he is going to have a. So maybe he hasn't said anything either well, they, way, but they're hopeful that it's going to. Right. You know. they, they they say that it has a very good chance of becoming law. So it's important that everybody in the state of Connecticut. You know, read this, uh, contact these people, go to Connecticut, you know, dot gov and 
definitely spread the word because, you know, there's power in numbers and it's it's a numbers game right yep, now. we got to keep gaining those states. And so that Senate bill is HB 5139 in Connecticut. So if you know anyone down there, um, you know, tell them to get involved because they've been waiting since 2007. So it's about time that they get their protection down there. Jordan, did you have anything to say, add to what anything or any other a lot of, you know, a lot of these people, when, you, when they bring up this employment thing, a lot of people have, there's like this stoner stigma. Exactly. And I really want to make sure that medical patients have the ability to rise above that and we can show people that, that, that a lot of people, I mean, I can honestly say that even if you're a patient, you can still be into the culture. Cannabis culture, is, the roots run very deep, no pun intended. They're very, you know, it, it, it is a very, you find yourself becoming involved and interested in it, you know, from the way you medicate to, you know, uh, uh, just, the, just the culture in itself. But there's a stoner stigma, and a lot of people assume that if you're a medical patient, you're going to be stoned at work all day, and that's not the case. Right. The and vast majority of our patients are very responsible. Exactly. You know what? I just got the hook meaning we're done. And uh, I, I think Jordan's going to come back and visit us again. Uh, would you do that? We've run out of time. And uh, In the meantime, you can visit us at uh, gogreenevaluations.com. Our phone number, again, is 888-420-7354. We're also on Facebook as Go Green Evaluations. So uh, look forward to it. And if anybody mentions the show, they'll get a second year free. When they come back for the renewal, we won't charge them the second Very year. Very cool. So. Nice to meet you, Jordan. Hey, Jordan, thank you. And thank Thanks you for again. coming on Renegade Talk. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, what? Okay. Oh, okay. So what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I got retarded. I, I you got are retarded. mentally challenged. I used the wrong word. Is somebody going to sue me? No, you're fucking retarded. Okay. Listen. It's time for there, me to take over again. Wait a minute. Candace. <laughs> this is exciting. I am so excited. Uh, this I'm is going to be like the million dollar man or whatever that was. The million dollar men million, march. Million marijuana march. Okay. This is overgrow the government Get it? Overgrow. I got it. It's going to be on 4-20-11. Really? Uh, yes. The National Mall. <laughs> what a great day to pick. Wait, That's fire, yeah. though. The that was, well, that, wait, hold on. That was really creative. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh. But it's going to be uh, on the Washington Mall in Washington, D.C. Thank you very much. Uh, to overgrow the government, send a strong message to Congress that we will no longer tolerate Prohibition. It says, free the tree. Free I love it. Free the tree. Free that the tree. Sounds, that sounds like so much fun. Oh, Under yeah. The Capitol, imagine like how many Washington, Har- D.C. and smoking. Can you hey, imagine you, how many Harleys will be out there? Can we go? Do you think we can go and... Are you going to pay for us? Are you going to pay for it? <laughs> sell your panties. Hey. Sell your panties on eBay. Oh, okay, okay. Look, look, Everybody look, wants the yeah. Queen's panties. That does right. sound wonderful, though. There's a lot of events going on in 420 besides the DC one that you just mentioned. Oh, really? Um, Denver has a huge smokeout at their capital. They a smokeout? Like, yeah, where people just smoke and it's like civil disobedience. There's civil so disobedience, right? That the cops just they can't do anything about it. They yeah. get like fifty thousand cool. people down there. But you know what, Jason, aka Stickman, do you know him? Um, I've emailed that. He said this is going to be bigger. I know the stick man. Do you know the stick man? (laughs) What is he? He's a stick. I know him through email. Oh, okay. Does he want to go go out with you? Does he want to go out with you? No. No. He's a pervert? No. Stalker. I didn't meet him on that kind of website. Oh, okay. He he thinks this is going to be the majority of Americans now know the facts and what perfect place to go to protest but Washington, D.C. That'd be, think, a per- that'd be great to go there. I think Egypt's uprising is going to spread over here and we're going to revolt against and the Candace, government and free the that's cannabis. That's what we talked about. 
on the way to the show today, we talked about people, it, you know, everybody's so sick and tired of being sick and tired and mm-hmm. fed up and mm-hmm. revolution what, is spreading. Yes. Well, that's why so, I'm buying all my Campbell's soup and my uh, yeah, that's, beans. That's the oh, 2012 can. prophecy. It's going to be you know what? I, new maybe, world order. Marla and I were talking about the other, the other day about the um, Mayans. Maybe it's all coming true because everybody's just going crazy. Yep. Well, everybody's like had it. Do we get a tent? What do we do? I'm digging a hole. Gonna, but gonna, where? Colorado. The, I heard Colorado's the safest. There was a guy on 60 Minutes a couple years ago, Patty, and uh, he said this is going to happen, and they're all being prepared for this. And they can house like two, 300 people in these underground bunkers loaded with food, electricity, generators. They got the whole thing all mapped out. Pot. I mean, party. <laughs> swing Give me rooms. the address. I'm going to put it in my yeah. GPS right now. Yeah, swing rooms. They got everything going, man. The whole bit. Have a good time. Can we go? Yeah, I'm, sure. We can. I'm going to make one. I'm going to invest in that. Yeah. It'll be the cannabis shelter. The cannabis shelter. Oh, my goodness. All the cannabis people uh, will show up. Yep. Yes. And we'll be like, fuck it. Keep it closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how are we we don't want to go back out there. Yeah, Where the, are we going to get food? Do you have the swing? No, you, you have to start buying the food now. You and can cans. eat hemp. We'll eat hemp seeds. Yeah, hemp seeds and you'll survive. And water? What do we get? I mean, do we... we do we we'll have like a fountain someone. there? <laughs> You'll figure it we'll out. We'll have something for the cotton mouth. Like a well. <laughs> oh, one of the things about the coming up uh, this Sunday is the Super Bowl. Uh, <gasps> isn't that exciting? Yes, because I am a Steelers fan and the Steelers will win the well, Super Bowl. talking about your Steelers, good old Big Ben, the quarterback. What did he do? Was in a bar Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> uh, doing, going down, baby. Drinking about uh, a shitload of booze. Stayed there from 10 o'clock in the evening till 2 in the morning. Uh, bought the bar, you know, a couple rounds of drinks. And the total bill was 800 bucks. And he was singing karaoke and having a good old time. Did he pay his bill? Yeah, apparently. Okay. Yeah. And he didn't. Still waiting for a Right. Who cares then? And he didn't attack any women in the restaurant. He's, he's an animal. Why would you say that about him? Who gives you the right to say anything about anybody? Look it's, at you. Uh, it's my opinion. No, I don't care about your I'm opinion. I'm queen. I can say whatever well, I want. Well, you just said that the Steelers are your team and you're putting down your own quarterback. Well, I mean, you know, he you is good. You are a loser. He, is, he has been good most of the time. You know who really hates him? Terry Bradshaw. Well, you I didn't li- know that. I like Terry Bradshaw. All you got to do is read TMZ and you'll find all this stuff out. Franco Harris is my friend. Franco Harris is your friend? Yes. You have a friend? Yes. That's he, two he friends He used now. to own a cycling team and I ran all his events. Oh, really? Yes. God, you're so important. I am so important. Jesus Christ. I can't believe she's sitting in the, the studio. Queen's what? Roots, the right? Queen. The Queen. We, let's have a cannabis team of some sort. <sighs> Why don't we have a cannabis cave so you can dig a hole, put a, build a, a, a shelter in there. Well, Candace said she was going to go find one. Yeah, she'll find one. We can build our own. Where? On the beach. Oh, right. Under the sand? Yeah, (laughs) under the sand. Why not? I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway. So, um, uh, on the 20th of April will be the 420 smoke out. And there's going to be, how many people do they expect in the monument? Oh, millions. Millions. Thank you. Thank you for that answer. Millions. Uh, do you know how many millions? <laughs> Wait, 420 one, million people oh, four, are going to show up. Yeah, 420 million people at 420 on the day hey, of 420. Listen. Hey, the, listen. The stick man, listen. The stick man says that uh, this is something that needs to end on a federal level. And the only way that will happen is if we all leave our organizations for a day and come in D.C. as one in huge numbers to show them what we stand for. Exclamation mark. He's exactly right. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do. It's time of- that they work. Don't scream. Us, Will you please stop screaming? Us. God damn. Will I you think- stop screaming? I know you get excited, Queen, but just calm down. 
I'm excited. I know. We, are you going to go there? You should be there. You should come in as the Roman soldiers uh, bring you in on your little... Um, um, Do you think Mark would come and carry me? Of course Mark would carry you. Put him in one of those G-strings or thongs. That would really turn everybody on. That'll keep the federal, federal yeah. officers away. <laughs> yeah, you want to worry about the cops when the they say that that, fuck. The only thing that scares me is he said, I would like to keep uh, things under wraps. Who, Mark? No. Mark will be, make friends with <laughs> all the cops. They're final, they haven't even finalized this yet. Anyway, on that note, we got to go. Um, Patty, anything else to say? Have a fabulous weekend. Have a fabulous weekend. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yes. And Candace? Just everyone be safe out there. Be normal. Be normal. normal. Anyway, you listen to Renegade Talk.fm in Los Angeles. Of course, we were on Cannabis Thursday, which was a very good uh, interview today with Jordan. That was really yes. uh, information and informative and educational to a lot of people who need to get these recommendations. So I applaud you on bringing Jordan in here, Patty. Thank you. That's amazing. I try to do, do the best for my boss. Absolutely amazing that what you can do is it just blows me away. That you Candace, made my don't day. You think so? You blow me away. You blow me. <laughs> Put you're a, both blowing me. I, you can my, blow me later if you want. You're, you're both blowing it my way. You want to blow me? You can blow me anytime you want to. Anyway, uh, we're going to go tomorrow. Don't forget Sex Friday with Patty in Denver. We're going to have the uh, polyamorist on. These are the people that... Oh, lo- MTV True Life yeah, episode. Yeah, they're, they're going to be... These are the people that uh, they have sex with all different types of people, and they're also in love with them. My question will be to them, what the fuck do you do on Valentine's Day? Yeah. We'll be right back. Out of here. Have a great weekend. Uh, great weekend. I'm so excited about the polyamorous that I can't. Even, I don't even know what I'm talking about. The polyamorous will be here. What am I going to do, Patty? Uh, I think you're doing it, babe. Do you have any questions I should ask them? I see. I don't get that whole thing. So I'm the wrong person it's to about, ask. It's about I could get kind of. It's like three people being in love. No, no in other five words, people being in love. No, it's just yeah. them. That's having your cake and eating. No, 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 no. In other words, I'm in love with Candace. And I'm in love with her. I'm actually in love with her. Okay? And with the sex and all the emotions that go with it. And I'm also in love with you. And you're in love with me. Same thing. She's in love with me. But see, I don't I'm share like, oh, and I don't like Ow, sloppy. You're hurting my ears. I don't share and I don't like no, sloppy no, no. sex. No, I, I, but let me finish. I'm not suggesting. Let, I'm, let me, an example. Patty, let me. It's an example. It's not going to happen. Believe me. <laughs> it's, I'm just giving you an example. Now I have you two and then I also have Marla. So now I have three of you that I'm thoroughly in love with. You're thoroughly in love with me. I have sex with all three of you, but it's not poly- polygamistic or whatever. What was and it's more than that. It's like us girls too would all be in love with yeah, each and, other. It's yeah, like uh, a, everyone is right. in love with everyone. So you have to be a lesbian? No, no, and, no, 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 no. There's no well, lesbian being involved no it's just it's just I'm in love with you you're in love with the me the girls aren't hanging and out we don't even live together but I say to Patty I'm living with you for a couple of weeks and I say okay I'm gonna go see Candace now and I hang out with Candace for a couple of weeks yeah. That's probably a mild version. That's a mild version. I'm trying see, to be really the mild. There's yes. other ones Thank that you. are different. You. You'll see tomorrow. It'll be very interesting. Yes. yes. I'm going I'm to take, take lessons so I can try that. Yes. Polyamory. Anyway, that'll be with Patty Cheeks out of Denver, the sex goddess herself. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great Thursday. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back.